Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2 and meet me at verse 8. We're going to read through verse 11. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 through verse 11. And the word of the Lord says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel of the Lord said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, I want you to consider Romans chapter 5, and let's look at verses 6 through 8. Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. And the Apostle Paul tells us, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God. Come on, somebody say, but God, but God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This month is a month that we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, we should celebrate his birth every single month, but we take this time of year to really remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're honest with yourself, you must realize that you and I were born into sin. We were born worthless. We were born without an identity. We were born without knowing what to do. We were born wicked. We were born despicable. God even said in Genesis chapter six that he even repents that he even created humanity. You and I were so ruthless, so vile, and so evil that God said, I wish I never created you. But when we understand the Christmas season, when we understand the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, It is God himself incarnate coming into the flesh to save people like you and I. God came in the flesh to save humanity. And although you were despicable and unworthy and worthless, God saw value in you. God saw that you are important. And so he came in the flesh. God himself came in the flesh in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he came and he lived this life for you and I to be an example unto us. And not only to show us how to live this life, but to redeem us from the curse of the law, to give us value, to give us purpose, to give us a mission, to give us a sense of worthiness that we are valuable and he saved us from our sin. He saved us from death, hell, and the grave. He saved us from complete separation from him. He saved us from the curse of the law. 
He saved us and redeemed us and gave us a new life. He gave us a new destination. He gave us a course of action to where we live on this earth full of joy, victorious, full of peace, full of goodness, full of mercy, and our eternal destination is heaven. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. We are destined to heaven. Come on, somebody shout amen. Amen. We are destined to heaven. Thank God for the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for this season as we celebrate his arrival to save humanity. Thank God for Jesus. Now, because of this special occasion and because that we are celebrating this arrival of the Lord Jesus Christ, unintentionally or maybe intentionally, we have been involved in extracurricular activities. This is a busy time of year. This time of year is so busy that it can cause some people to be depressed, some people to feel uh, uh, less than alive, some people to feel frustrated because we've been so busy. I mean, there are things like office parties that you and I are going to have to attend and, and there are presents that you and I are going to have to purchase. And, and there are things such as uh, gifts that we're going to have to buy and, and travel that we're going to have to do. And we're going to have to spend some time and visit with some extended family members that we may not like. And we may have to spend time with in-laws that we may not like. And we may have to spend time with aunts and uncles and, and siblings and parents and grandchildren. And we may have to spend time with them. And it gets us out of our comfort zone. And it gets us to this place that we can feel overwhelmed. And let's not forget all of the money that's going to be spent this holiday season. And today I want to talk to you about how to overcome holiday exhaustion. Come on, somebody put that in the comments. How to overcome holiday exhaustion. Matter of fact, I'm going to reduce the title to simply overcome holiday exhaustion. Put it in the comments, overcome holiday exhaustion. During this time of year, there it is exhausting. It, 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 during this time of year, you and I know there's a lot going on that we would rather not be involved in. During this time of year, there are some things that we're going to have to do that we simply don't want to do. And we're going to have to overcome the exhaustion of this holiday season. And some of you during this holiday season are very irritable and frustrated. This holiday season causes you to be irritable and frustrated. Some of you in this holiday season are exhausted and overwhelmed. You may even feel disconnected and aloof during this season. Your brain may be scattered and you just sense that you are not thinking clearly. You might even feel like you have scatterbrain. Some of you are moody during this holiday season. 
You're very moody. You're very irritable. You're, you are, you're just extremely in a bad mood all the time, and you're hard to be around. Some of you are hypercritical during this season and even controlling. You're hypercritical and controlling during this holiday season. Some of you may even be withdrawn and quiet. You, you want to find an empty room just to hide in. You want to get away from the fray. You want to get away from the company of people and you become withdrawn and quiet. Some of you even become sluggish during this season, that you're just tired all the time and you're just sluggish. You don't have the motivation and or the energy to get anything accomplished. And some of you are even passive aggressive during this holiday season. But I want to remind you during this season, because we're going to have to overcome these things. Any, any one of us are susceptible to any of these adjectives describing our moods and our fluctuations during this season. But I want to remind you to keep the main thing the main thing. I'll say it this way. There's a guy wrote a book. His name is Stephen Covey, and I like it. He says, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And during this season, I want you to keep the main thing the main thing and the main thing is you and I are celebrating the arrival of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the main thing this season. We are rejoicing over the birth and the arrival of God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, saving us and redeeming us from hell, from poverty and from separation from him. And so I want you to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yes, there's a lot going on, but keep the main thing, the main thing, which is we are excited about the Lord Jesus Christ. And so in Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3, turn there with me. It'll be on your screens as well. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3. I like what the prophet Isaiah says here in this passage of scripture. Watch this. He says, therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. I want to read it one more time. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Now, take a look at me real quick. It says, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. During this holiday season, it's not always joyful for everyone. There are some people that you're going to encounter, and it may be you, even you, that have lost loved ones this past year, and this holiday season doesn't bring you a lot of joy. There are some of you that are maybe unemployed or you're going to run into people that are unemployed and they don't have the money to spend like they want to during this holiday season. And there's not a lot of joy. There are some people or you are running to them or maybe I'm talking to you that are not excited about this holiday season because of what's going on in our country because of what's going on in your family, 
because of what's going on at your job. You're not excited about this holiday season and therefore you're going to experience this holiday stress and exhaustion because of these things. And, and if I can be completely honest with you, we are susceptible to these things because we live in the earth and we carry this flesh and we have emotions and we encounter people and every, every last one of us has a cell phone that is pushing bad news all day long. So we are susceptible to some of this. This is why it's important that we are careful with what we listen to because what we listen to can control our thoughts and it can affect our emotions. But during this Christmas season, this holiday season, I want you to draw from your salvation. I want you to draw from the wells of your salvation. I want you to draw water. And the scripture tells us the way to draw excitement, to draw from the water, which gives us our sustenance, is joy. Joy is the bucket that we can use to draw up from our salvation, the joy of the Lord. It is the bucket we use that can cause us to get excited about something. Matter of fact, joy is our strength. In Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, it says, The joy of the Lord is our strength. And so joy is strength. The reason why you are feeling down. The reason why you are feeling exhausted, the reason why you're feeling pressure, the reason why you're feeling sad is because you do not have the joy of the Lord in operation in your life because joy brings strength. And in order to bring strength, we're going to have to become joyful. Matter of fact, on the inside of you operating right now is the fruit of joy. If you are a born again, saved, Holy Ghost filled believer on the inside of you is the fruit of joy. And all you need to do is release the joy of the Lord. Now, God's joy is going to give you strength. That is the purpose of joy to give you strength. And the way we dig down deep into the wells of our salvation Utilizing joy as the bucket to draw up water is you're going to have to do this, church. You're going to have to do this, young man. You're going to have to do this, young woman. You are going to have to just start laughing. Laughing, having fun, being excited, relaxing during this season is what is going to be the mechanism by which you will create joy you're going to have to find something to laugh at. You're going to have to find something to relax, kick your legs up, and just laugh. Maybe during this Christmas season, maybe you put a comedy on. Maybe it's a comedy you've already seen. Put it on and just laugh. Maybe you and your spouse, you and your best friend, you and your mother, your grandchildren can get together and just laugh. Look at how comical life really is. I have the pleasure and the opportunity to have toddlers in our home and some of the things they say 
and some of the things they do just simply make me laugh. I mean, yes, do they get on my nerves? Yes, and do they require a lot of energy? Yes, and do they require a lot of discipline? Yes, but if I would just take a step back, breathe, inhale, exhale, and just observe them, they are some funny people. <laughs> they make me laugh. And guess what? Maybe you don't have toddlers in the home, but uh, take a look at someone you know, and just, they're funny. Laugh at it. Laugh at them. Laugh with them. Just relax and start laughing. Uh, there are times that I'll put things on my phone and just laugh at. There are certain spots of movies that I like and I'll replay those spots and just laugh because laughing is what creates joy and joy is your strength. I wrote this down. I said, joy is the bucket that enables you to scoot down into the wells of your salvation and draw out whatever is lacking in your life. If the enemy manages to steal your joy, then he has effectively stolen your access to the benefits of your salvation. Let me say that again. If the enemy can manage to steal your joy, then he has effectively stolen your access to the benefits of your salvation. How many of you know there are a lot of benefits to your salvation? The enemy's tactic, his job is to steal your joy. And faith and joy are so connected. A, a person that is full of joy is also a person that is full of faith. A person that is full of faith is also a person that is full of joy. There is no separation by which joy and faith are in operation. When you are full of joy, you are full of faith. And faith in God can get anything done in your life. Have faith in God. And when you release your, the God kind of faith that you have in him, you will be filled with the spirit of joy. Joy and faith go hand in hand. And while happiness is based on your circumstances, joy is, in, is based on your eternal considerations. The joy of the Lord is your strength and it is based on the future. And your future is bright. Listen, <laughs> the worst thing that can happen to you, now watch me now, the worst thing that can happen to you, listen to me, is you die and you go to heaven. That is the worst thing that can happen to you. Praise God. And if Jesus tarries, we are all going to heaven. Those of us that have believed in Jesus and accepted him as our Lord and Savior, we are going to heaven. That is the worst thing that can happen to you, that you die and go to heaven. But thank God the joy of the Lord is our strength and happiness is based on our circumstances, but joy is based on eternal considerations and we eternally are with God. His, his, he will love us. He can't be separated from us. His love never fails. We love him and he loves us. And that should bring us great joy during this holiday season. Hallelujah. I am loved by God should bring you great joy. 
And so we understand that joy is independent upon all circumstances. You can be in the middle of a tussle and operate with the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Matter of fact, Jesus in, in John chapter 15, 16, 17, I encourage you to read those chapters. Jesus talks a lot about joy in those chapters. There's sorrow that's filling the earth, but he says, I have given you my joy. We possess the joy of Jesus right now. In the middle of your circumstances, you possess the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ and you can operate in that joy. You can release that joy. And I like the, I like the best way to release it is simply laughing. Just start laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Just start laughing and watch your demeanor change. Watch your facial expressions change. And laughing is contagious. Watch the people around you like, what are you laughing at? It becomes contagious. They'll start laughing. And you can change an environment by simply laughing. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And so this holiday season, I want you to laugh more. I want you to be intentional about laughing. I want you to, maybe you need to even put it on your phone, time to laugh, and let that be a reminder to pop up on your phone so that you can create joy utilizing laughing as a bucket that'll draw up water from the wells of your salvation. I want you to start laughing. I want you to just simply enjoy there you go, joy, enjoy this holiday season. I want you to rest and kick your legs up and enjoy family and friends. I know you may not like your mother-in-law, but enjoy her this holiday season. I know you may not get down with your sister, but enjoy her this holiday season. This is a time that we will be full of the joy of the Lord because we are rejoicing because Jesus came to this earth to seek and save you and I because we were lost. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And the main thing is Jesus is alive. Jesus is our savior. Jesus came to deliver us Jesus is our champion and he has called each and every one of us to be sons and daughters, brothers and sisters of him, sons and daughters of God in the family of God. And we got so much to be joyful about. Come on, somebody say, I am full of joy. Come on, put that in the comments. Say, I am full of joy. Come on, say it one more time. Say it out loud. I am full of joy. That is right. You are full of joy and you have the victory. Glory be to God. I didn't preach myself full of joy today and I have the victory. Now, there's another way that we can create joy and that's simply by giving. Giving actually creates joy. During this season, find an opportunity to give. I want to give you an opportunity right now to give into the work of the Lord here at True Life Fellowship Church. Matter of fact, in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, Jesus is quoted as saying that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. 
it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Now watch this. More blessed means you can have more joy when you give than when you receive. And I don't know if you've ever given anything of substance. I know I have. And I have more joy when I give something valuable away than when I receive something valuable. And today I want you to give. I want you to give into the work and what God has called us to do here at True Life Fellowship Church. I want you to give because you love God. I want you to give because you are full of joy. And I just heard this in my spirit. Someone needs to give a seed to create joy in their life. I'm talking to you. There is a significant seed you need to give that will spur joy in your life. And the Lord says today is your day to give a significant seed that's going to jumpstart joy in your life for this holiday season. Yes, yes. Give as a seed so that joy will remain during this holiday season for you. You are sowing a seed, a financial seed, and you're going to reap a harvest of joy during this holiday season. I know you may be exhausted. I know you may be tired. You may not even be looking forward to this holiday season. But when you sow your seed today, you're going to reap a harvest of joy during this holiday season. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www.truelifefc.org. You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you, and remember to love, learn, live, and lead. Thank you.